Welcome to Oops, I Dad It Again, a podcast by dads, about dads, but for everyone. My name is Ben, and I'm a dad. And my name is Matt, and I'm a dad. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. For those of you who don't know, we record on Wednesdays. So I should say happy Thursday, because you're probably oh, listening to this on yes. a Thursday. That is very true. Yes. I didn't even think about yes. that. Happy Thursday. How are you, Ben? Well, I have to say, I've got my podcast shoes on. I've added a podcasting sweater to the to the mix. If you can see this nice, beautiful purple color, I, I do see it. It looks good. I think it. I think it brings out my eyes. For those of you who can't see, it's a zip up hoodie with a purple color. It's beautiful. Um, but I have to say, I've added to my uh, dare I say dad qualifications. Congrats. This. Well, no, this is actually not a fun thing. Oh. This week, I had some severe back issues you you are you are definitely getting ready to be a dad yeah right i mean like is this does does the universe just know and your body just knows when to when to start acting old and like a dad i mean i think it's just getting old but yeah well that very well could be but either way yeah no i had some like back issues it literally for those of you who who know me like it took me out of work which I, I never, I'm one of those people who has a very unhealthy relationship with their job and I never miss work, but I did. I missed a day and it was terrible. I like literally couldn't move. And every time I tried to move, it was just like pain. That's, so I don't know, man. That's bad. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> that's not so, good. So yeah, no, no. Um, but luckily I'm doing better, but that's just, I feel like I needed to mention that. Like my dad, my dadness is increasing exponentially. Just comes with age. And yeah, experience, I, so. I suppose. I guess. More well, age. Yeah. That's what it is. How are you doing? Everything good on your end? Yeah. We have a, a healthy house. Great. Yeah, yeah. I'm knocking. Everybody seems to be doing well. Uh, Very good. Got more teeth coming in. Our son's got more teeth. Ooh. Now, does he have a favorite teether? I feel like we sort of talked about this, uh, or his, does he not? His hands. Oh, that's right. He chews on nom nom on yeah. his fingers. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're, we are done officially with formula both of our kids are formula kiddos for those who don't know but we are officially done well dang that feels like a big milestone it is so much so congratulations we we got rid of our little baby keurig thing baby formula keurig oh your fun little like warmer thing that was (laughs) so cute when i saw that the other day little mixer thing and uh yeah it's nice save about sixty dollars well i shouldn't even say save reallocate $60 yes. to <laughs> to some other fresh childhood need or yes. something. So yeah, no, that's, that's been kind of the excitement this week here. Well, good. Yeah. That's very exciting. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Very. So, nice. uh, I got, I got another Instagram thing I wanted to share. Oh, Ooh, please do. I thought this was really cool. And yes, please. And you'll see why in a second. Okay. So this post that I saw actually that my mm-hmm. wife again sent to me, Man, your uh, wife. She's good at finding these dad-related things. I know. It's, uh, it's very helpful. Uh, it The article go says that um, girl dads live longer. <gasps> well, that's tragic news to give me, considering I just a few episodes revealed I was well, having a boy. Well, does that mean I'm going to like... Die? Is that why my back is hurting? Because I'm going to die? I hope not. Is that what you're telling me? My gosh. I think... I don't know how scientific this is, but... 
I will, okay. I will read an excerpt so everybody yeah, what can do you kind got? of understand. So researchers from the, the Jagalorian University conducted... The Mandalorian <laughs> University? It's... Uh, I, I'll, I think I'll put a link to this article in, in, the, in the description so people can read it. I'm going to, I'm yeah, butchering wow. the name of this. Okay. Well, it, it, right now I feel like we're flying through the Star Wars universe, so I'm loving it. So I mean, keep it coming. It, it kind of feels, it kind of looks like that's where it should came from or where it oh, came boy. from. Okay. So anyway, if researchers from this university <laughs> can, conducted an extensive study uh, that delved into the effects of childbirth on fathers' lifespans. Oh my gosh. The study involved collecting and analyzing demographic data um, from about 4,300 individuals, um, about 2,100 uh, 2, mothers and 2,100 fathers. Surprise, hmm. surprise. So this goes on to say, essentially, that uh, the key findings indicate that fathers with daughters tend to live longer lives. Wow. With an intriguing trending uh, trend emerging the more daughters a father has the longer he is likely to live really apparently in so fact it's a com- compounding effect yes in fact the data suggests that each daughter born extends a father's lifespan uh, lifespan by 74 weeks which is like what? a year what, yeah. right like a year and a third oh my gosh so like you get a full year and a bit out of having a daughter so so like the baseline of like you're gonna die when you're gonna die that's like your son right like but then if you have a daughter yeah you get an extra year and a third yeah interesting interesting yeah no for sure i don't know now so, okay. Well, so if that's the case where we, if you have daughters and it compounds this effect, does that mean if you have multiple boys, it can, like you die earlier? So the article continues on. It says, interestingly, oh, it the data revealed that the total number of children or the number of sons has mm-hmm. no discernible impact on the father's lifespan. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit better. This is not great. This article does not have great news for our, our mothers out Uh-oh. there, our significant Uh-oh. others. Uh, it says, Uh-oh. while the findings regarding the fathers present a positive outlook, oh, the, no. s- the study takes a different turn when considering the impact of children on mothers. Oh, no. According to the research, uh, this was published in the American Journal of Human Biology, both daughters and sons have a detrimental <laughs> effect on mother's health and reduce her overall lifespan. <laughs> Does it say by how much? It does not. Oh my um, gosh! The article does that also compound? Uh, I can't tell. Not Doesn't un- say. Unclear. Okay, unclear. Um, but so this article does. It continues on and says, um, in contrast to the study mentioned above, another research project suggests that having a child, regardless of the gender, can actually contribute to a longer lifespan for both parents. Um, so oh. I don't know how scientific this is. I say because it kind of just went back on what it said there. Interesting. It did, but you know it's interesting, right? Food for yeah. thought. Yeah, I was just no, happy well, because I'm a girl dad and I love I being say, a girl dad. Right, so. you have you have a young girl. Well, that probably doesn't bold well for my brother who has. Well, actually, that's not true. He just had a daughter, but he has three boys before he had the daughter. So, man, wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, interesting, right? 
Does it say does it say when the study was did I miss that? What the date on the study was? Let's see. Or does it does I'll it not back. say? Cause that's really I mean, just knowing I have a colleague who uh obviously is a she's a mother of three daughters, so that guy's got what we would we say like, like four years, like four extra years. Dang, good for him. Uh, this was actually published on October 9th. Oh my gosh! From Poland, which I'm assuming this uh, university that I can pr- cannot pronounce is probably in Poland. It's probably Polish. Yeah, I I would assume so. That's pretty wild, isn't it? Huh? Yeah. I mean, you'll have to send me that. I'm curious to look into that. That's kind of fascinating. It makes me wonder, though. I mean, yeah. I, I you know. I kind of remember when we had our our daughter first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, they just as a as a father, I had this immense amount of like I have to protect her at all oh. costs. You know, so that like drives you forward to live longer. <laughs> Maybe you're like you're, I'm gonna last as long as I can to protect my right, daughter. You know, right? Your your undeniable desire to keep her safe has just prolonged your life. It's interesting, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like hung up on it because like I wonder if it's like what are the measurable things, right? Like are they saying that like boys cause more stress perhaps? Is maybe that's why women all have a detrimental effect because they're so stressed all the time about their kids. I mean, speaking I feel like speaking from personal experience, my mom was may, is still probably way more stressed out than my dad is about my brother and me. <laughs> well, right. And I think that's sort of, I think similarly, my mother compared to my father, but I think I'm wondering if like, that's why it's detrimental to the mother's, mothers right? Cause they're always just so anxious about their kids and anxiety is obviously a very negative effect if you have too much of it on your health. I wonder, I, and I don't want to dive too much into this, but I, I, you know, there is this whole idea that mom or girls grow up always wanting to be mothers. Hmm. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I just like, I think I for, for dads, like I love being a dad and yeah. I'm so glad that I am, but I don't yeah. think growing up I ever was like, I can't wait to be a dad. It wasn't until yeah. like much later in my life where I was like, well, it's actually funny that you say that. I don't know that I can speak to the whole, every girl wants to be a mother, but I did have an eighth grader today. Tell me when I, reminded them that I'm going to be out because I'm having a child. Well, my wife's having a child, but I'm going to be out for that. Um, this eighth grade girl was like, I can't wait till I'm a mom. And I'm like, please, please wait. You're an eighth grader. She's like, Oh, I, that's not what I meant. I'm just really excited to have kids someday. So when you said that, it immediately, immediately made me think that was kind of an interesting conversation. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I know I have had other conversations with, with men. Yeah. Um, and, they have said, and I don't think this is necessarily right to say this, but they they have said, you know, like, oh, my, my wife or my ex or whatever, you know, all they wanted to do was be a mom. And then hmm. once the children were able to kind of be on their own and be self-sufficient and not need that like motherly yeah. care all the time, they had a really hard time hmm. um, kind of accepting that and, and having that, like that role change, you know? Yeah. Like you're not you're not the focus of their world and vice versa. Right. Perhaps. Right. Yeah. No, that's so, fair. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's all interesting. Yeah. And no, I guess I, that is fascinating. 
And just, if you have all girls, it extends your life. If you have boys, <laughs> well, we're not as nice. I got to be honest. I don't think having a daughter is going to extend my life. I feel like I am more stressed out having a daughter than oh, I am no. my son. But Well, again, that was just my theory, maybe, that the stress <laughs> has something to do with it. I don't know what their data points were suggesting, but no, that's that's interesting. To be honest, I wish there was a little bit more actual data in this. Um, yeah. And maybe well, it's sure. just something that will you know we can check back up on in a few months or something yeah we can probably find the actual scientific article and read that through but yeah um you know it kind of brings me to an interesting idea um you know parenting styles i wonder if that has Mm. anything to do with it too i gotta say you know my wife and i a few months ago at this point we were watching this was actually before so it's been a little while honestly it's been maybe maybe a year ago before we knew we were having a kiddo we watched this show on hulu called the parent test have you heard of this no apparently it's a spinoff of maybe an australian show i'm not sure something Hmm. something similar to that but it's getting 12 families together all who claim to have quote different parenting styles okay and they're essentially judging each other (laughs) based on like whose kids pass certain challenges and in what way so they were testing like perseverance they were testing like safety like don't go home with a stranger don't open the door to a stranger like that sort of thing okay um but the science teacher in me is screaming i should mention that if you have seen this show if you haven't seen the show it's mindless entertainment if you have seen the show (laughs) you will know that it absolutely means nothing because the, the age groups of the kids ranged from like you have like a 17 year old down to like a one year old or there's infants and that kind of thing. So like you're really comparing apples and oranges when it comes to most of these tests. But the thing that I took away from it was that all these different parenting styles that they claimed. Let me just read. Let me read you some of these parenting styles. You ready? Yeah. So it, one was intensive. Okay. So my understanding is very hands on. Okay. Yeah. High achievement. I can understand. Yeah. Yeah pushing kiddos to to achieve disciplined meaning you know lots of repercussions for actions perhaps sure um this is one that i it struggled to kind of grasp it's called free range hmm okay i I don't i don't know about you but whenever i hear the term free range i always think of like chickens like free range chickens, right? They're just kind of wandering around. Sure. So I'm assuming that means that they're they're relatively hands off, let their kids kind of go. Yeah. Um the natural parenting. That mm. was also one that kind of threw me off. I wasn't really sure what probably what like a lot meant. of allowing them to explore and understand their well, own boundaries, right? So possibly, but I think there's a lot of overlap in these and I think a lot of these are for for entertainment but this the next one was child-led which is what i would expect Mm. your explanation that you just gave to be more appropriate for yeah um then there's the usual like helicopter right (laughs) like always around making sure everyone's good everything's okay um routine which i didn't realize was a parenting style but they have like routine for every single step i think i thought that was just sort of an aspect of parenting but okay i'll allow it then there was something called negotiation so you're negotiating with your child all the time there's traditional, which I think they use to describe a very like values based parenting. Like we focus on the values and good moral standing and all that. Okay. Yep. Then there was strict. So like lots of rules, lots of regulations. And then there was new age. <laughs> 
I, I can only imagine what new age means. Yeah. So I think if I recall correctly from the show, again, it's been a while since we watched it, but the new age was very like similar to my interpretation of like child led. Like it was kind of like hands off. You, you talk with the kid, but you really let the kid lead the way and you don't have a ton of rules to just kind of whatever happens, happens. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it, Again, this was mindless entertainment. There really is no true parenting value to come out of this. Besides, it got me thinking about what type of parent I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because I have my personality in my classroom as like the goofy science teacher. But like, what do I want to be as a parent? So I don't want to try to put you on the spot for a second. (laughs) But I'm going to. I'm going to put you on the spot very much. How would you describe? You don't have to use any of those terms I just used. I want just a brief, like, what do you, how would you quantify or classify your parenting style? That's a really hard question. You know, it's actually funny because with, um, <laughs> with our, with our friend group and just like, you know, the people that we know that are parents before we had kids we would always pick up things and be like, that's how we want to parent. Mm. Um, or maybe we would choose not to do that, right? Like there <clears throat> there were some examples and like we just didn't agree with certain things and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just we didn't think that's how we want it to be as parents. Right. Um, how I, you know, I think for, for both of us, one of the big things that we always try to do is to talk to our kids like they're they're adults Mm, um mm -hmm. and maybe adults is like a strong word but we just talk to them like they're people we don't want to talk down to them or treat them like babies you know or you know sure just kind of teach them and and talk to them with respect um Mm -hmm. and and so I know that's been kind of a characteristic of our, our parenting style. Um, we also just, I think we try to be a really good balance of letting them explore, letting them kind of learn the world around them. But also like there are some hard and fast rules in life. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, As there should be truthfully. Right. Like, you know, don't run into the road, uh, right. <laughs> hold our hands when we're walking through a parking lot, that type of thing. Um, right. But then also, you know, like if we're walking through the mall, and our daughter wants to just walk and as long as we can kind of keep eyes on her and she's staying with us like that's fine like she's she is allowed like we think that it is a good way for her to learn how to act in public right um so i i don't know um i see a lot of our our friends that are parents parenting in similar ways Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, I think it's just because we're all, all friends and we all sort of think the same and that's probably why this is happening. But sure. Those are just, I think the characteristics that stand out to me, um, as a parent. So, okay. Now I'm going to ask you a really tricky question. Hmm. Okay. Again, you don't have to use any of the words that I described earlier. Try to put a label on your parenting style. I'll give you a few moments to think about it. resonated with the new age i know oh. 
Yeah. And just like sure. maybe in the way my mind's like conceptualizing what that means. Right. I just, I know the way that my parents parented me and I've seen other, you know, of our friends group, how, how their parents are and how they parented. And I just think it's different. I, I also, I see, <laughs> I see how my mom interacts with her grandkids oh, okay. um, and how she grandparents, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's different. Um, so, so new age kind of resonates with me. I, you know, I remember like getting spanked as a kid, right? Oh boy. When we yeah, were bad. That's very controversial these days. Right. I, I, hmm. I was not, I feel like I have a memory of like one time, but that might have just been a dream. But yeah, no, that's something that's kind of gone out of the cultural parenting thing. I think, I think you were probably a better child than I was then. Cause I got, I got the wooden spoon a couple of Oh times. my gosh, Matt. Goodness. I know, I know. Holy crow. I'm not throwing my parents under the bus. It was just no, a different it time. It was a, a different time. <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, I, absolutely. Yeah. So I, you know, I think again, the, I don't know if new age is the right way or the way that I would actually really describe it, but that's kind of what resonated with me when you were reading through all those. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. What? Um, yeah. Ben, I was going to say, yeah. what, <laughs> what, where do you think you're going to land? Well, you know, it's, it, it's much harder to anticipate what you're going to be when you don't have any true parenting experience. Right. Cause you know, sure. in, a, in an yeah. ideal world, right? Like, Oh, I'm going to be, you know, uh, I'm going to have rules, but I'm also going to be flexible and understanding and make sure, you know, all the, uh, you, you know, the stereotypical like interview answer, right? Oh yeah. Firm, but loving. Right. Know, all right. Like, things, sure. And my child will understand why, <laughs> you know, they need to do certain things and not other and you know, ideally, yeah, like oh, that's of course. right. Like it's what I want to be. It's the kind of parent I want to be. Um, but in reality, I also understand there are times where like, you need to stop doing this just because I said so, right? Like that that yep. type of thing. I can tell you I can tell you a few things that I don't like about parenting styles that I've seen. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know if that'll paint a bigger picture of how I approach things, but um, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but just generic. And some of these are just generic things, not even relating to anybody that I've ever, I've ever seen in real mm-hmm. life. But like one thing that really bothers me, um, in disciplinary situations, I don't know why this bothers me as much as it does, but it does, um, is when parents are upset with their children and in some manner scolding them. Right. And they demand that they like, look at me, look mm-hmm. at me in the eyes. Right. Yeah, that really bothers me because I think that's a very vulnerable thing that that child might not feel, especially in that moment where they're in trouble, quote unquote. You know, there are they might not feel adults Ben that don't like looking yeah. at other people in the eyes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly correct. Eye contact is a very, very difficult thing. Yeah. So I know a lot of people do that, like, "Hey, look at me, so that you understand what I'm saying," and you know, blah, blah. they have ears. They know what you're saying. They know the tone in which you're saying it. They don't need to look at you, right? right. Like that type right. of thing. It's very vulnerable. It's a scary thing, and especially if they're getting in trouble. So that's something. I know this is kind of not really the question you're asking me, but that's something that I don't like. No, very I specifically. think this is all very valid. Yeah. Another thing that I don't like is parents that are quote unquote friends with their children. Yes. Yeah. 
like, I think it's very important that you are friendly with your children and talk to them on their level when they need to be talked to. But when push comes to shove, you are their, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you are their guiding force in the world. You are not their friend. And there will be plenty of times when they don't like you, and that's okay yeah. because you need to be the adult in the room. That's literally what you're there for. Exactly. Yes. So the last thing that I'll say is that I, the one, if we're, if we're using these words as you did with new age, the one that kind of stuck out the most to me, and I don't know if this is good or bad. And like you said, it might not even apply to the way that they defined these terms, but the one that stuck out to me was traditional in a sense of like, there are rules that you must follow. There are privileges that you must earn and that are not given. And I expect you to be able to manage yourself again, appropriately based on the age. Yeah. Yeah. In, in situations as required to be managed. So maybe that sounds, I don't know when I said it out loud now, that kind of sounded more discipline, but like, I, I don't know. I think I think I identified with a traditional like, here are the rules, here are the roles. I'm willing to help you through anything that you need, and I'm here for you in every aspect that you need me to be here for you. Yeah, yeah. But but you're a kid, you know. Like it's okay to be a kid. Go be a kid. But just understand, I am I am here. I am the adult, and I'm here to help you and help you work through stuff. Truth be told, I actually think kids like boundaries. Yeah, for um, sure. And I. I I'm assuming a lot of the people listening to this have heard something similar, but right. I think it's, it's good. Kids almost desire to have those to kind of understand how social interactions work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you, you have to set those boundaries. You can't, you can't be a friend and spur them on and, you know, be alongside of them, especially in the younger years. I think as, as our children get older, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then in turn become parents themselves. I think the dynamic changes. Um, but yeah, especially at the young age, you you can't be friends. You need to be a parent. Um, well, and anyone who's seen me teach or interact with kids know that I'm very loving. I'm very lighthearted. I'm very much like go with the flow. Like, you know, as long as you're as long as you're managing yourself in an appropriate way, we will not have any issues. As long as you are following the rules as they are needed to be followed and being respectful and kind and respectful of the people around you and, you know, the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. I'm very, very flexible. I'm very, very happy-go-lucky. I'm very, very loose. But again, not having a child of my own, I wonder how that quote-unquote teaching style will translate to parenting style. And I'm not, I'm not quite sure. So we'll, we'll kind of see how that works. It's, it's going to be interesting, I think, for me to watch you as a parent um, and also a teacher. That makes me a little nervous. Interesting <laughs> to watch me parent. No, well, it's going to, it's, I think it's always interesting to watch first time parents just discover and I don't want to say figure out because that's not like, I'm not waiting for you to like figure something out and fail it's just it's going to be it's going to be fun and interesting you know to watch you and your wife yeah do this you know first time you do anything you're going to make mistakes you're not going to do it the way that you 
probably should have oh, done it. I mean, I, I'm, we make mistakes every day as parents. Right. You know. Right. But, you know, it, it's the same way that anything else is. It is a learning experience, right? Always. And I, I think you've, you've, you've something to the effect of like, you know, every day is a learning opportunity and you fix something, you don't fix things and you just take it one day at a time. And, uh, you know, that, that should resonate. It resonates with me. I hope it resonates with other people as well. That concept of one day at a time, fix what you can fix, leave the rest. And I mean, that's just, again, maybe that's kind of our parenting style too. That's just been our approach. That's, you know, we take it, we take it as it comes and we learn from it and we, we move forward. I think going back to one of the things that you had said about disciplining and like, look at me, that type of thing. I know something that my wife and I always try to do is when we're in a situation like that, we don't yell. We really try hard not to yell. And I find myself like getting, if it's with my daughter, because really, I mean, our son just turned one. So what, you know, (laughs) he doesn't know how much you can get into. Right. Exactly. Um, but our daughter, um, who's three, definitely can understand right from wrong at this point. And so when we are in kind of a disciplining situation, I always find myself getting down on her level, whether that's like getting on my knees or like sitting. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, like we've always said, like we try not to yell because after a certain amount of time, it's just becomes like this noise to kids and they Mm -hmm. just don't even care. Um, and they just block it out. So we really try to be, is calm <laughs> yes. and, and quiet when we're, yes. you know, like trying to discipline uh, yeah. our daughter. So yeah, it's, See, that's, it's hard. That's something that I am not by nature, someone who quote unquote yells. However, my wife is extremely soft spoken. And as you know, me from my singing background, I am just naturally very, very loud. Yep. <laughs> so when I get excited or animated, my voice gets louder and louder and louder. And my wife often is like, why are you yelling? Like, what are you? I'm like, I didn't think I was, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. So I'm truthfully, I, I'm going to put a lot of time, effort and energy into focusing on just not yelling, but like the literal volume of my voice. Well, I think you're going to, you're going to do that just because you're going to want to try to be as quiet as possible when your kid is sleeping. So yeah, that's true. But I was more thinking about disciplinary situations, but yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, that is something that is a genuine concern. Like I, I'm just a loud person. I come from a loud family. I'm sure I will probably end up having a loud family, but I don't want it to be like loud equals angry, you know, like loud is just sometimes passionate, sometimes just excited, you know? Right. Right. So, so I, I have, like I said, my wife is extremely soft-spoken and she has a very, she'll even agree with me. She has a very like delicate voice and she doesn't, I've never once in our relationship ever heard her raise her voice in any sort of way. So when I just, like I said, when I get excited, it just gets loud and energetic <laughs> and all that. So I don't know. I'm a little nervous about that, but we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't be nervous. I think too, I mean, as parents, you, if you're, if you're parenting with somebody else, you know, yeah. you, you kind of, um, you just kind of play off of each other. Sure. Uh, there's been times where it's uh, the good cop, bad cop is not a great example, but that's kind of what ends up happening. And it's, yeah, I don't think there's ever a bad cop in the house uh, or a bad parent, but right. Um, of course, you know, you, you do kind of balance each other out um, depending right. on the situation and 
to be honest, I think, you know, your wife's being a little bit quieter and more laid back might be more impactful (laughs) especially in disciplinary situations well especially if she's coming at you and she's not happy like you can tell because she never gets that way so it's it's clear and obvious those are the people that i'm most scared of so yeah the ones who come at you quietly with the (laughs) stern tone right yeah Yeah, i know yeah they're scary my wife is scary sometimes no i'm totally kidding um (laughs) But on this note, I have sort of maybe to transition to a more fun thing, parenting styles related. Um, Pop culture. Are there models of parents in like TVs or movies that you relate to in some capacity? And I have a couple, but I know you have a couple as well. Do you want to start us out or would you prefer I do? I mean, I have a couple examples from pop culture of parents that I think, you know, but maybe, maybe you should go first so okay. I can. Well, it's a little, I, I want to make this more lighthearted, right? Okay. Okay. So, all right. I'll start you out with the one that I love the most. And this is a real legitimate throwback. If anyone is familiar with early nineties, I guess rom-coms, I don't know. Family flicks. I don't know. This is like all um, of our listeners, Ben. So. I think so. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's, that's fair. If you haven't, listen, I'm about to share with you literally one of my favorite movies of all time and one of my favorite characters of all time. So go watch this movie. Anyway, um, it is called Father of the Bride. The uh, original yes. was made in 1991. And then they actually did a Father of the Bride 2 in 1995. I, we could talk about that in a second, but it's not as relevant. Um, anyway, Steve Martin, the comedian, he's mm-hmm. also in Only Murders in the Building, right? That's a more yep. modern thing of his. And he does all sorts of different things. But uh, he plays a character named George Banks, who is like the most interesting father figure I have found in any sort of media ever. Hmm. Okay. And, and he's someone that I personally growing, like even growing up have related to. So I just, I found him, hmm. him interesting. He's, um, he's <laughs> a little crazy, which is, is kind of my thing in terms of like, he's a little eccentric, but he's so undeniably loving of his family to the point where like he can't even help himself sometimes he there are literally scenes when so the the plot of the movie is essentially what it sounds like father of the bride right like his daughter is getting married and there's a scene where they're out playing basketball in the backyard and all of a sudden like in his brain his like 20 something year old daughter has now become like a four-year-old learning to dribble again (laughs) okay and there's several there's several scenes where like that happens too like when she first tells him that she's met someone is getting married he He's like, you know, she kind of shakes his head and he's like, I'm sorry, what did you just say to me? And it, it pans back to the daughter and she's like a three-year-old saying, I've met someone and I love him and I'm getting <laughs> married and I'm going to be happy. It's just the funniest thing in the world. So he's my like number one. He loves his family undeniably, but he is a little crazy, gets himself into trouble. And that's like kind of the fun part of the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah, a good so example. I mean, he's great. I, I love that character to death and I watch that movie all the time, even though I'll never admit it to anyone in real life. But it's great. Except I you just admitted movie. it to Yes, our thousands listening. and thousands of listeners. <laughs> someday. You never know. Some someday maybe. All so right. yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. Okay. What what are your do you have an example of someone that fits that bill for you? Yeah, it's maybe a little little left field, but I was thinking oh. uh Ned Stark from Oh yeah, Game of Thrones. Okay. More Do based, tell. So it's more like the based on his like merits of trying to do the right thing always 
always ah. trying to protect his family. Being the honorable man. Yeah. You know, was he perfect? No. Did he, you know, struggle with the decisions that he was facing? Um, and did it ultimately <laughs> cost him his life? Yes. Spoiler um, alert, get his head chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think like based on those things, I think he is like a, it's like, I relate to that because I feel like, like, as I said earlier, I would literally die for my kids, you know, yeah, and put my, my honor, my life on the line to make sure that they're okay. So yeah, he literally did. So that's a good example. That's a good example. So for sure. Who else you got? And now I'm really intrigued. Well, I have a few. Um, I'm debating cause I don't know how much time we'll have to talk about more of these. Uh, all right. I'll do a little more popular. I feel like the obscure, maybe I'll mention the obscure ones for anybody who would know and listen and appreciate, but I'll do the more popular one. So there was a sitcom that just ended in 2020 that I think pretty much everybody has seen ever. And it's called Shit's Creek. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um, and Eugene Levy, not Dan Levy, the younger one, but the older one who plays the father. Yep. His name is, his character's name is Johnny Rose. And oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Right. The thing that I love most about Johnny is that he tries very hard to be like helpful to try to get his family into a better situation to balance all of the wild personalities in his family. Right. Um, but you know, he misses the target every single time. <laughs> Right. But, it, but his but, heart's in the right place, Ben. Well, right. And that's why I'm like, dang, if I can't relate to that, right? Like, I try so hard. My heart's always, I try to keep it in the right place. But you know what? I miss the target a lot. <laughs> I want to make sure that everybody's happy, but I don't always know to, how to go about doing it. I'll never forget the episode that they talk about how, like, terrible of a gift giver he is. <laughs> I do remember how, that episode. <laughs> yeah, right? Where he gives, like, his coworker Stevie, like, a thing of makeup. And she immediately thinks that it's because she's like not trying and is ugly or whatever. So yep. trying to, but yep. then she goes and talks to the daughter and she, and the daughter's like, no, he's just a legitimately terrible gift giver. Like he gave the brother who is, you know, very fashionable and cultural, like, like weird, like basketball tickets or something like something he'd be never interested in. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, no, he, uh. He he doesn't. He tries very hard, and he wants to do well, and he means well, but he misses that target all the time. I I definitely see because I feel like you're you're very similar. Your heart's always in like the right place. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, but I, let me I, tell you, I miss that target a lot. I don't think you miss that target, Ben. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like it. Let's put it that way. But yeah. So that's that's another one that I can very much relate to yeah i see that so i think the only other person that i kind of thought of was ted lasso oh what a good choice right and he like for some reason he resonates with me on multiple levels not just like the 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 dad dad level but i also think just how he took care of his whole team right like i was sure i feel like i i don't want this to come off arrogant or anything but i always feel like this sense of like protection over all of my really close friends too yeah and wanting to be their biggest supporter and cheerleader and i know that's you know that's essentially what ted did the whole show right um so yeah but then you know spoiler alert and if if you haven't watched a show and you don't want to hear like skip like 10 seconds ahead the stuff people or yeah fast forward (laughs) but you know the fact that he like gave up coaching to go be with his 
son ultimately. Yeah. Um, right. Just like speaks volumes, you know, and, well, and just, just the growth that you see from his players as a result of his leadership. Yeah. Yeah. Very admirable choice. And I mean, we, I feel like we could talk about this show all night, but just, yeah, his character arc is so interesting. The things that he struggled with, mm-hmm. you know, mental health being a, a, a big thing now, um, yeah. and kind of having that be like at the forefront of a very, very popular TV show I thought was great. Um, and, and on top of that, you know, having him be a father, um, and mm-hmm. just kind of the whole, the whole dynamic. So that's kind right. of why I resonate with, with that character. Yeah. And kind of his struggle of just being away from his family and how that affected that family life. Yeah. 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 So no, that's a great choice. That's a man. You had two solid choices. Now I feel less good about mine. I, right. I still like yours. I have to oh, watch thanks. father of the bride. I don't, I oh feel like gosh. I don't like appreciate Matt. You haven't watched it's, isn't it like your wife's favorite movie too? It's like, yeah, definitely. One I feel of her like I'm going to come over with like popcorn and I'll let you and my wife chat while your <laughs> wife and I just watch father of the bride. Cause like, it's, <laughs> is, your, is your wife going to take over? We'll, we'll record an episode. <laughs> yeah. So you and her can record. Well, I'm watching with, yeah. Cause like, I don't know that my wife loves that movie. I, I she's only ever seen it a couple times, maybe even only once with me, but like, Oh, it's so good. I just love it. If anyone's out there and knows father of the bride, like, come on. It's great. We'll, we'll it's all great. get together and we'll all watch it so I can yeah. build an appreciation for it. Oh my gosh. It's wonderful. It's, he is the father that I will probably end up being honestly. Um, all right. Well, a couple more that I just had on my list. I don't need to go into super detail with them. Um, but for fresh Prince of Bel Air fans out there, I have to mention Ooh. Philip Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it's played yep. by James Avery. Right. And he's great. He was, I, what I really appreciate about him is that like he was the firm, but loving, Right. Yeah. Like he, he knew when to be tough and hard nosed, but he also like obviously always loved the crap out of his kids and obviously Will Smith's character as well. So yeah, so yeah. that was a big one. And then here's a really out of left field. Cause this guy technically wasn't the father, but rather Ooh, an uncle fa- father figure. His, yeah. Father figure. I will be your father. Anyway, um, he, uh, it was from avatar, the last airbender. For any of you cartoon mm. nerds out there, this was like prime my age growing up. Anyway, um, it was Uncle Iroh and how he had a relationship with Zuko. It was just like, I don't hmm. know, we can't, We uh, it's probably more obscure, so I won't go into details with that. But like, yeah, that's a great cartoon to watch. For the record, still holds up. So like, even if you're an adult, it still is great. Maybe I'll have to watch that too. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's like a Nickelodeon thing, which I know, again, makes it sound like a super duper childish thing, but trust me, it's legit good television. So while we're on this little TV kick, I just have one more little, you know, yeah. uh, thing. I, we So my wife and I, we were watching the David Beckham docu-series on Netflix. Oh, oh I haven't seen it. It's, it's interesting. It, it's a lot more enjoyable than I thought. I didn't really, I had no idea about him as a soccer player like i just knew he was this amazing soccer player anyway right um so we were watching uh i think it was the second episode yesterday and it was the episode where he and his wife victoria um Mm. had their first son Mm. and if you haven't seen this documentary or you don't know what's going on this is like around the same time that he was facing a lot of like um 
not disgrace, but like he, he had kind of messed up. I don't want to give it away, but he, he had messed up a soccer game, a very big soccer game. And there was a lot of repercussions. Basically the entire country of England did not like him. Oh boy. Um, and did, did not like is very like, they hated him. He was like Just getting death threats. Lightly. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. Bad. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, and so amidst all of this, like he and his, that, uh, soon to be wife, uh, Victoria had their first son. And mm-hmm. he, there was this part of this documentary where he said that one of the first nights uh, that they were in the hospital after he was born, he slept with his head on the door because he was so worried that something would happen to his son. Oh like somebody would come gosh. and do something with his, like to right. his son. Holy crap. And I was like, man, like... I I feel protective right <laughs> or my kids yeah but I'm not facing any of that no. you know oh my um, gosh. and so it's just like just like wild to me that that type of thing but I can also understand it because you do have such a sense of protection yes and love absolutely. for your kids and and you've only known them for like a couple hours right right um right. so yeah if yeah. you haven't watched it you should watch no. the David Beckham I'm thing it's cool literally putting it on the list as soon as we're done here that's an interesting sounding watch yeah anyway yeah okay well um let me send out a thank you to jordan kazan for doing our wonderful logo thank you jordan thank you jordan and we'll say a big thanks to zach burns for our music intro and outros Thank you, Zach. Matt, do you have the uh, dad joke of the week here? Oh, boy, do I. All right, lay it on me. All right. It's music related. So. Oh. Why did the drum go to bed? It was beat. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, all right. Mm. I mean, I'll take it. Okay. Felt pretty good. I felt co- I felt good with that one. So. <laughs> well, good. At least you did. <laughs> well, this has been Oops, I Dad It Again. I'm Ben. And I'm Matt. And until next time, don't, don't tell, tell Mom. mom.